astro friends. This is Astrology AF, the show that talks everything astrology, above and below the totally real, not at all illusory sky. I'm Sunny, your hostess with over 30 years of chart reading experience. And I'm Boots, your hostling with almost 30 years experience questioning innocent people to tears. We're here to walk with you through the twinkling starlight into the basic, the advanced, and the obscure. Hello, and welcome to Astrology AF. And today, we are going to be talking about eclipses, because we have one coming up. We do. We do. We have a pair of them. Eclipses come as as a pair, a solar and a lunar, or a lunar and a solar, depending. So, but the, the next one coming up is October 14th of 2023 just in case you're listening to this in the far distant future (laughs) so the one in the one on the 14th is at 21 degrees libra and so i always recommend to people they look at their own chart any planets at or near or any points placements at or near 21 degrees Libra, because if you do, that's this is going to be a more significant event for you. And Boots, you said you had the time for this event, which I did not have. Yeah, specifically for, I only have the time for when it's going to be um, happening in Denver. Um, and that will be from 9.14 a.m., up until uh, 12.06 p.m. So 9.14 a.m. to 12.06 p.m. We got about three hours in there. It goes, our maximum visibility is at 10.36 and 11 seconds a.m. on Saturday the 14th. Okay. And that is um, mountain daylight time, right? Are we still on daylight time? Correct. Yeah, mountain daylight time. The mountain time zone. So if you're in a different time zone, you'll need to adjust accordingly. Let's let's go ahead and complete the series. Let's talk about the um, the next eclipse, and then I wanna wanna talk more about just eclipses in general. The next one is on the 28th, so exactly two weeks after the the first one. And that one is taking place at five degrees Taurus. It won't be visible because that's the uh, the Earth being between the sun and the moon, right. correct? True, true, true. These are the last eclipses of 2023. There were two others. They were in April and May, I believe. But these two kind of complete the the year of eclipses. And there's, I wanted to talk about eclipses in sort of a, a meta kind of way. Eclipses are the oldest astrology because they are the, they're the most obvious, visible, you know, you're, you're walking around doing your doing your thing during the day and all of a sudden it gets dark that's a pretty obvious sign you know and so the first 
very most ancient astrology was around eclipses. And what it came to be associated with was the death of a king. So much so that kings in ancient times would step down and nominate some dude (laughs) and he would be king because during that eclipse if the king needed to be killed according to the universe the original king would rather this dude take the take the brunt so so this this guy who you know of no importance and all of a sudden he he gets to eat the king's fine food and sleep in the king's fine sheets for a little while and you know if he survives then he gets he gets booted out later <laughs> but it was so pervasive that the kings went to these kinds of lengths to protect themselves, to protect their own, their mm. own life. Right. Okay. Right. So the point is eclipses are generally not, they have almost never been seen as benevolent, as, you know, safe and fun and things that you would want to invite that energy into your life. It's more something that you should hide from and try to prevent. Not not that you can prevent the eclipse, but prevent the the ramifications of the eclipse from touching you. Yeah. Right, because you want to be able to kind of let the air out of that balloon on your own terms um, or just avoid it altogether if you can. Right, right. And you were you were saying something you were mentioning something about a ceremony that you went to and they were talking about this. Yeah. So I had the really cool opportunity to attend um, a a full moon fire ceremony at a Hindu temple with a friend of mine. And um, he's actually kind of my teacher as well. It was um, really interesting. They were talking about how this moon precedes the um, upcoming eclipse and kind of what their traditions for or what to do around an eclipse involves. And actually, it involves um, more of a not doing things. It involves an an avoidance of some activities, uh, specifically what um, the hostess was mentioning was um, that it's better not to plan any travel during this time um, to kind of stay inside and make it a day of rest um, and that it's a really good time for fasting um, as well as just uh, like spending time with family at home, making it a day where you don't try to do much because the less you do, the less that can get messed up by mm-hmm. a um, an eclipse. 
Um, and they were talking about how, uh, my teacher was talking about how the light becomes distorted at the time of the eclipse. And so it's just things can go kind of haywire. Normally, a lot of us will try to make a new moon a time of, you know, setting intentions for manifestation and that sort of thing. Um, but that around an eclipse, uh, you kind of got to be really careful with stuff like that because things might not be uh, quite as straightforward as you would normally want them to be with the working that you're doing. Um, it I uh, looked a little bit further online and uh, one source was talking about, uh, in addition to avoiding travel, avoid business dealings during the eclipse. Um, and uh, here in the West and probably a lot of places in the world, um, I know I have personally uh, enjoyed the um, activity of putting on the glasses, the special like ultra protective glasses and going out to look at the eclipse and to watch the moon come in between you and the sun. Um, and that is actually something that uh, at least this source um, in Vedic tradition was saying is a bad idea. That is not a good thing to go and do. You don't want this light on you. They go so far as to say, stay inside and close your curtains because you don't want this getting on you. Uh, <laughs> they talked about bathing beforehand and bathing afterwards in order to cleanse your energy with water um, because again, you don't want this sticking around. You don't want this on you. It really traces back to that very old tradition and understanding that eclipse energy was, um, you know, it was the light of life being eaten up by some mysterious black, you know, spot in the sky. I don't, I assume that most of them probably understood that it was the moon. But if I was, you know, farmer Joe out, uh, you know, tending my wheat or my cows or whatever, and there was just a black spot coming over the sun, I wouldn't go, oh, hey, that's probably just the moon. I'd be like, you know, I'd freak out, probably. Um, so uh, they talked about um, how uh, fasting is a good idea during this event. Um, and the source that I found was saying that food that's been like prepared and made before the eclipse, you should just toss it out. Don't eat it. Uh, don't eat or drink during the eclipse and uh, make fresh food to eat after this has occurred. So it was suggesting that for this fasting period, do it for the entire thing. Like the, you know, for us, it'd be 914 to 1206. Um, don't eat or don't drink during that time. Um, obviously, I'm not saying that people should do this. This is just the um, a Vedic tradition, Eastern Hindu tradition that I um, was made aware of. Um, now, some good things that can be done during this period. Um, they were saying that prayers offered uh, through the eclipse are extra potent. And in the tradition of um, where uh, karma is involved, 
that uh, charity performed during this time has extra merit and extra good karma associated with it. Um, so there are some good things that you could do. They also got into um, mantras that can be repeated throughout the um, time of the eclipse and um, uh, particular deities from the Vedic tradition that can be prayed to through this. Um, but for uh, myself, I think I'm going to try and um, uh, fasting is just a good thing to do. Practice a little bit of self-control. I'm going to uh, fast through it and um, just be uh, praying and trying to think good things and um, the benefits that I want to happen to the world, maybe make some online donations to on, um, you know, uh, like, um, I don't know, what is it? The largest healthcare provider in the United States. Um, GoFundMe. That's the one. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those were some uh, interesting Eastern traditions around eclipses that I thought would be really fun to share. I love that. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that really, that they do, they go a little farther than, than most of the traditions I've learned from, but, um, but they, but they sync up very nicely Um, because yeah, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a manifesting thing, you know, it's a, and you know, that brings me to the point that I wanted to make in this podcast, which is that mystery and magic are, I think, missing in our culture. So don't get me wrong, I am very pro-science, but science has taken away the mystery and magic of eclipses. If if we go back, if we cast our minds back 3,000 years, and that was before science, that was before people could really explain this phenomenon, what happened, and you alluded to this about your, your farmer Joe or whatever, what <laughs> there would be these stories that would be told about what was happening. And, you know, it would be a, a turtle was eating the sun or a frog or yeah, just all kinds of whatever, whatever caught their imagination. And what has happened now is, and again, I love science, but the fact that we all understand the science of eclipses, that it's, it's the earth coming in between the sun and the moon, or it's the moon coming in between, you know, <laughs> it takes away that those stories seem quaint and almost dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're losing, we, we've lost, I think, the ability to kind of put ourselves in that ancient 
mindset in that primal, what is this, you know, Um, and, and just experience it because what, what we do now is we don't experience it. We just go into our little database in our brain and go, oh, I know what this is. It's an eclipse. Boom. End of, end of topic, move on and go back to what I was doing at work. Right. Right. (laughs) And it makes it so much more fun to, um, or, you know, it adds a lot of depth to everyday life when these things that come around, you know, like uh, eclipse sets come around sometimes twice a year um, to make something of it, to acknowledge it, to have some sort of ritual or ceremony, or um, even if it's just that, you know, you internalize something around that. Um, it, it adds a little bit more to the experience of life, to the lore of the giant real-time multi-million people, you know, RPG that we're all here playing all the time. It just makes it more interesting if you get into the lore a little bit. And if you, uh, acknowledge the specialness of special things. Yeah. And it, you know, it doesn't, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. I mean, I did not, I'd never heard about don't go outside um, because my, my prescription for, for eclipses is go to my sacred space, my sacred place, wherever that is. For many people that is an indoor place. Mm -hmm. If it happens to be outdoors, like mine is, you know, I guess I get to decide which which one I want to follow more. But, but right. go, you know, so go to that space and just, you know, meditate, pray. Those are great things to do. Um, stare at the stare at the at the surroundings. You know, the the, the sky, but don't look at the solar eclipses you know without protection but (laughs) but you know take let that be a a time apart and spend a little time thinking about what the ancient people would have would have thought of this what our ancestors would have been saying to themselves about what's happening right and something that I'm uh, thinking of now is that um, in the world we live in today, at least in my corner of it, um, shadow work is all the rage. And um, I mean, this is the about the biggest shadow you can experience, <laughs> physically speaking. Um, so in that sense of, uh, you know, making it a time of inner work and of prayer um, in whatever form that takes for you, it is maybe a good time to get down inside of yourself, whether that's in your um, special outdoor sacred place or just in your bedroom, you know, wherever it may be. It is, it is a good time to look inward. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and what a beautiful symbolism! Exactly, shadow work under the under the shadow. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would just invite anybody who's listening to this to enter into the space of the eclipses a little bit differently to allow back in some mystery and mm-hmm. some magic. Do it. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anybody else has, um, if you have a tradition that you like to do around eclipses, we would love to hear it. Please share with us uh, down in the comments on whatever respective platform you're listening on. um, And uh, let us know, because I am very curious about what more, uh, more traditions that people have around eclipses. I'm fairly new to um, doing anything super special around them. So I'd love to hear more of what other people have to say and what their experience has been. Yeah. And if you, if you decide to do something and you, um, you have an experience or you have an epiphany or um, whatever, you know, comment that we would love to know. We would love to have, have that conversation with you. Well, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for joining us today on Astrology AF. We hope you have enjoyed our conversation. If you would like to, I don't know, hit some buttons, hit some buttons. You know what to do. It's the end of a YouTube video or a podcast or on, you know, wherever it might be. Do the things. Like, love, subscribe, all those things. (laughs) (laughs) And cut. Hey. To keep getting more astrology with Sunny and Boots, like and subscribe. To talk with Sunny in an astrological consultation, visit sunnysastrology.com to schedule an appointment. To reach Sunny and Boots about the show, email us at contact at astrologyafpodcast.com.